high school. I just ran a mile. I came in first place. My time for was 4:41. What you do when you saw? How do you overcome that? Nobody here. Nobody here. I ran three, two miles. Ran two miles. My time was 11 minutes. Ran two miles, bro. You're not stopping me. You know, you whatever you're saying, you is not stopping me. And life is how bad you want this. Cause nobody gonna give it to you, bro. It's how bad you want this. And I want this, bro. Cause ain't nobody gonna give it to me. And I'm not used to this. People, people may look at me and be like, yeah, he cocky, blase, blase. But I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not used to that. Cause I'm taking two buses in the train and then coming back home. Dude, I'm, I'm doing that every day. So when I come at different and I get so much love, people may look at it like, yeah, he cocky, blase, blase. No, I, I'm just enjoying it because I ain't never had it because I was struggling. I ain't never had it. As a problem with this generation, y'all wanna, y'all willing to things hand it to y'all. Y'all ain't really gonna go out there and go get it. I'm gonna go out and go get it. That other guy gonna go out and go get it. And guess what? While I'm getting it, you gonna be watching me, boy. You gonna be watching me. Feels easy. Everybody would do it. Remember that. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Nick Davenport, aka Mr. Mental Muscle. Now, today on the Mental Muscle Podcast, we have a very special guest. And even the story how we even came to meet each other is pretty interesting. But I wanted to bring on Reynaldo Narcisse, also known as That Boy Naldo, on his social media. And he's an alumni of Deerfield Beach High School. That's where I graduated back in. 2007 and he's just recently graduated class of 2023 representing so i wanted to bring him on because i saw a video and it went viral i had about three or four of my classmates from 2007 that went to deerfield and they kept sharing it i'm like who's this guy who's this guy so i click on it and i hear what you were talking about you're like you just ran and tracked me that ely i got my qualifying time i'm waiting to see the results but i'm still out here training and i'm thinking to myself that reminds me of me i ran track at deerfield I played football. I played baseball. I didn't play basketball like you, but I saw some similarities because you were doing something most high school students aren't doing. So that resonated with me. So when I reached out, I said, anyone on my Facebook, because I don't use Facebook like that, but I know all my friends on there. I know for real. And if anyone knew you, connect me. So I think it was JT and someone else, a cousin or aunt. Jazz, my godmom. Godmom, right? So yeah, they hit me up and said, hey, here's this information. We met uh, about a week later at Deerfield High and here we are. So Enough of me talking. Introduce yourself. Tell them what you do, and we'll get into this. So my name is Reynaldo Narcis. I graduated class in 2023. Um, you know, I'm an athlete, and I do a lot of stuff. I play basketball, I play football, and I do track. I'm ranked top 20 in the nation for track. I'm a long-distance runner. I'm a great long-distance runner. Um, I'm also, I also do YouTube. I have, like, 1.7K subscribers. I just I started, like, last year. I ain't really take it serious till my senior year of high school. I really started taking it serious. Um, what else? Um, I went to Hollander High School my 10th and 11th grade year. I caught two buses in the train to get there. Woke up 5 o'clock in the morning, caught a bus, then caught two buses in the train. No, caught a train to go to school, then to come back home, had to catch a train, and then had to catch two buses back home. You know, that was really hard. That was really tough for me. But, you know, God builds, God builds toughest soldiers for his toughest battles. Remember that. Nice. And that's that even I didn't know that. So not even hearing that is even stronger how I resonate because I didn't take two buses, two trains, but I actually lived by Ely and I went to Deerfield, obviously. So it's like I had to get up extra early to catch the activity bus to get there earlier. So it's not as extreme as your journey, but I can understand like doing more than is necessary to get to your goal. And that's really what this channel is about, teaching people how to overcome obstacles, whether it be fitness, physical, sport, mental health, just the grind. And that's what I saw in that video. So 
Let's talk a little bit about that video. Like, what were you, what was, what was led up to that moment? What made you go to school after hours and do that? That video, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I had a chat meet, and it, you know, it wasn't a big event, but it was a chat meet. Coach put me in uh, the the two mile run. This is JT. J JT and Coach Brown, Kenny Brown, put me in the two mile run. I was supposed to run the two mile run. But I didn't hear my name. They didn't. I, I didn't hear my name because you know how track they call your name out in every event. They call your event. Hey, my two miles up next. I didn't hear that. So the race was gone. Did without me. So I didn't even get to run. It wasn't a big event, but I didn't even mm -hmm. get to run. And then Coach JT and Coach Brown was like, "Bruh, you tripping, Ronaldo? You JT? You know JT mm -hmm. was like, oh, Ronaldo, we put all the investments. You just how you do us? I'm like, dang." Then that's when I said, you know what? When I go back on the bus, I'm gonna go back on the bus. I'm gonna go to Deerfield and I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run my my race, but I was running by myself. I'm gonna run my race. I ran my race. I got. I ran my race. I got the time and all. It's like 11 minutes for like two miles. Ran my race. Good. After that, it wasn't even planned. It just happened natural. I said, you know what? So my dog was with me. I was like, you know what? Hey, record me real quick. I'm just for the, I'm just for the, just record me. I'm for to say something. I don't know what I was, I was for the, it just came natural. Then I put the video out. I mean, I did the video and I was just feeling it. Did the video. I was feeling it. Then after I posted it, uh, I didn't, really, I didn't expect for it to blow like that. Cause I just, I just did it just cause. And I made a, I made a motivational um, channel, YouTube, I mean, Instagram, just because I just did it just cause. Then when I posted that video, I seen it blowing. I say, damn. I say, damn. I'm like, like, damn. I really made it out the hood, man. <laughs> That's real, though. I really real. made it out the hood. Nah, it was so, people started knowing me. Well, I've been known, but more people started knowing me. Every chat me I would go to, I don't even know them grown man. They'd be like, yo, Ray, hey, keep it up, keep it up. I'm with your content, keep it up. Oh, I wish my, one, one, one coach said, um, I wish your content, I wish, I like your contact. I, love, I like your content. I wish the other kids liked it. Something like that. He said something like that. But, yeah. So pretty much it. It obviously did what it was supposed to do because and it's usually the things that you least expect. And I can tell you in my life, it's been like that for me. The ones that I don't think, whether it's content, because I shoot content too, whether it's my career, the opportunities I get. We were talking off camera about some of the things I work with. Almost all those things I showed you on my page, those people I work with, the cities, came from me just doing my best and just being there, doing, showing up. And then it came out. And that's usually like, that's why I like, like about you and that I reached out because a lot of people, not just even younger people, but people in general, if there's no reward or no camera on them or no outcome, they don't want to try it. And like you said, you just did it because you felt the moment. You didn't know tens of thousands. I don't know how far. When I found it, it was at like 40,000. I don't know where 40, it 40,000? Didn't get like 40,000. Yeah, 600K. Stop oh. playing, man. But on what platform, though? Correct. Congrats on that. But on, on TikTok or Instagram? On, on Instagram, that's 600K. Well, I guess when I found it, it was like 40. Yeah, so I guess 40. it blew up even yeah, more. It did. But that's even great. The fact that if it's 600K, that, that's, that's worldwide. People probably in Japan saw that. People probably in Kansas saw that. And that's why social media is so great. And I want to take it to a different direction going on that note because Full disclosure, I'm, I'm about to be 35 years old in November and you're 19, so almost twice your age. So I've seen things before the internet took over. Like I was telling you, I've been on YouTube since 2006. So I've been making videos way back when YouTube wasn't what it is. And now I'm still making it in 2023. But coming from you who grew up where social media has done so much, so much big things, the fact that's how we've been sitting in front of each other, right? 
So how do you think that helps? We can go for first and foremost as athlete, because you also are an athlete. So how do you think that helps? Because you got huddle, you got Twitter, you got all types of these things. So how has that helped you or maybe see help your friends in their athletic careers? I ain't gonna lie, and social media, it does help. It's a, it's a cons and pros to it. Mm-hmm. You got the cons and pros. Um, social media helped a lot with athlete because it's like, when you, let me say, when, when you don't have connections, social media could help you just like the video. Look at me and you. Social media could help you. It's basically another way of connections when you don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And then the the, the bad part about it, people let social media get into their head. Everybody's on a phone. Everybody's behind the screen commenting this, you this, you ugly, you that, you that, you that. Like they don't got no life. Some of them don't got no life. All they all they is is social media. And then they look off other people. How they if they got money, they are gonna be like, damn, that kid got it like that. Blase, blase. Mm-hmm. Basically, social media is good. There's pros and cons to it. Of course, and I guess that's a good point you made because they always say they put their highlight reels on social media. No one's showing. I just lost all my money because of my job or I just had a car accident. Like we see I'm at the club. Well, maybe not at club for your age, but or parties are celebrating, like you said, having money, but don't show when they're struggling. And that could be a discount to it because like, even if it's positive, I'm not against people showing their, their happiness, but it's like, if you're a star athlete, for example, and you're only showing when you get the gold medal, you're going to think, oh, he must never lose. And like you said, it looks like real life. And given what I've learned just in these few minutes, like you had, like I said, you took numerous buses and trains. You you at the school after, like I relate to that 100% because I did that my senior year to qualify for the state in the long jump. That's what I did. And I was, every year, I would always be a little short of making it to state. My freshman year, I choked to even make it to regionals. Second year, I did okay, made regionals, choked again. Third year, my cousin actually came in. He destroyed me in the long jump. And then my fourth year, I made it. And it's like, People don't see that part. I was in the, the gym doing my maxes, doing my squat max, you know, get my legs strong. I hit like 350 or something like that to peak right before the, the regional meet. But everyone else was at um, grad night. Uh, so yeah, it's like, they're like, man, Nick, you ain't having fun. You, you got to have fun. I'm like, this is fun because I went to state and I don't know how to do it now, but it was um in Winter Park and I got money like per diem to go to state. We were in a hotel for two days chilling. Uh, I ran my event. I actually didn't do well. I pulled my hamstring in a triple jump. Uh, so that's the worst. I still went, but I did horrible. And it's like, I got to that point because I put in that extra work. So everything you're doing, I'm telling you hats off because at a younger age, even people my age, I see they want it. They want it. Do you see that a lot with your teammates growing? You don't have to say names, obviously, but like that they'll say one thing, but their ethic don't. Yes, match yes, it. yeah. I know, I know a lot of people like that. I know a lot. <laughs> and that's something you gotta have. Like you can't just talk about it. All right. Back to that the track. You know how you say you made it and you kept coming short, kept coming short, kept coming short, coming short. Well, I want to tell a little bit about me. When I was on this year, when I ran for the mile. First of all, after basketball, I'm a basketball, basketball and football player. I just have a talent to run long distance. So I came out here after basketball season. I came out here. I only had a month of training, not even, but a month of training. Came out my, every time we ran, my times will get better, get better, get better. And I'm running like a full, I'm running a full 40, 430 for long distance for the mile. That's, that's, that's good time. For those who don't know, anything under five minutes, regardless of age, is legit. So he's running four minutes and 30 seconds. 
Four minutes, 30 seconds. And then I ran four events. I cut it short, cut it short, cut it short. It was his last, the big event, basically like a, you could say a, the biggest event. Uh, if I win this event, if I come in first or second, I automatically make it to States. I ran this event. I'm talking about them boys. They running. I came out, I came in in third place. I ran a 420. I think I ran like a 421, if I'm not mistaken, 421. And then when, when it was time to see if I made it to States, I missed States by 0.46 seconds. I'm a basketball football. I practice all around. So for me to miss it by 0.46 seconds, I was proud of myself. Because I wasn't even going to run track. I was not going to run track. I said, let me just go out there just to see how it is. Because I had to work and stuff. So I was like, let me just see how it is. And then Kenny Brown and then was like, my coach was like, oh, Ronaldo, if you run track, you, you can get a scholarship. You might could just get a scholarship. I was like, you know what? It's not gonna hurt to take the chance. Cause I'm probably missing out on my blessing. Cause if I ain't never run track, I would never post that video and I would have never met you. See me? Wow, that's that's powerful because literally you said if you don't take the chance, like when I would work with my clients, whether they're pro athletes, police, corporations, I talk about that. You can fail. That's not a bad thing, but, but people look what at you do. What you do when exactly. you fail. How you how you um how you, what you do when you fail, how do you overcome that? Mm -hmm. Exactly, and they don't take the chance because they want to have a perfect record. So you've been an athlete, you understand that. People want to be 100% wins, but whether you be one and one, that's 100%, right? One and one, but would you rather be 20 and 30? You have 10 losses, but you got 20 wins, and that's the problem. They rather have perfection than to win more. You might have lost more, but you won more too, and that's what it's all about. So going into the next step, you, you had a great season track, even though it fell a little bit short. You had a great season with basketball. Let's talk about basketball a little Ooh, more basketball. about that season because I didn't really know you played basketball until after we met because I saw the track video. So I wasn't sure of your whole background. I saw you play basketball and football, but you just said it. That's your sport. So let's go into how the basketball season goes or just your career in general. You know what? Let's go into football and then basketball. Going through it. Okay. So I went to Hollander High School my 10th and 11th grade year. 10th, 11th, and my senior year, I went to Hollander High School too. I said, the Hollander is Coach Bush. Shout out to Coach Bush. The, all the Bushes at Hollander. They, my 11th grade year, they trained me. All they did was nothing but train me for football to get my body ready, you know, get my footwork right. Boom. They trained me. Going into my senior year, first game, caught a pick six. Yeah, I, you, would you able to roll that to show them? Yeah, I can put that on. I'm going to see Okay, look at that. First game of the season. I'm a basketball player now. The coaches trained me, and I was just all doing just training. First game of the season, caught a pick six to the crib, to the crib out hauling there. Then that season, from there that season, I was just taking off. I'm talking about I'm taking kick returns back. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm being an athlete. I'm, I'm catching picks. Like, hauling there was fun. Like, I can truly say I'm a true athlete. Can't nobody take that away from me. Nah, I'm, a, I'm a basketball player, and when I'm on the field, I balled out. And I'm, a, and I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm telling you, I'm a I dog. I seen those clips too. One, one, one practice, we was hitting. I was hitting, but I was I, I had tears in my eyes. But I think it was because, like me, me struggling, me taking two of us in the train. That's that's a lot of pain. It, it took a lot of pain in me, like because like I'm not all these other kids got it good, and I'm just taking two of us in the train in school. But I wasn't tripping. But when I when I when it was time to hit, putting pads on, my mind was in a different mode. I was trying to I'm, I'm a dog. I was trying to kill him. My my eye, not trying to kill my I know, teammates, we, but we know what you mean. Yeah. If you know, if y'all athletes know, trust me, I got athletes watching. They don't know. If y'all athletes know, I'm a dog. Just, just take a chance on me. I promise you, you're not gonna regret it. So after that football season, I bought up, my senior bought up. Then 
I was gonna play stay. I can't play basketball hard enough for tenth and eleventh grade year. I was gonna stay my senior year. I'm not gonna say no names, but the coaches over there, he did things different. He didn't want me to play two sports. Like he wasn't supposed. Like mm. I was with him tenth and eleventh grade. I played varsity for him, but he was just he would not want me to play two sports. He wouldn't even support me when I walk in the gym. I hard enough basketball. When I walk in the gym, he'd be like, "You will get out my gym, blase blase." I'm like, "What?" And I'm a good player over there. Like, I'm good at basketball. I'm good over there. So I said he was sizing me. So I was like, okay, after football season, I'm going to go back to my hometown. Exit 42, you know that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my hometown. So right after football season, I, I didn't even play my last game because I had to go so I don't get locked in. After football season, I went back to the field, went to Deerfield, went to my hometown. When I went to my hometown, it felt so good. I got so much love because I'm known. And when I came out to Deerfield, oh, that's Ronaldo, 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 oh, Ronaldo for the turn this up, Ronaldo for the change the season, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. And I'm not used to this. People, people may look at me and be like, yeah, he cocky, blase, blase. But I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not used to that. Cause I'm taking two buses in the train and then coming back home. Oh, they didn't know that you doing all this yeah. work, but they think you just got it like yeah, that. Yeah, they think I just got it like that. I'm, I'm mm. doing that every day. So when I come out different and I get so much love, people may look at it like, yeah, he cocky, blase, blase. No, I, I'm just enjoying it. Cause I ain't never had it. Cause I was struggling. I ain't never had it. So boom, came out to Deerfield. Basketball season started. Boom, I balled out. I'm just gonna keep it like that. I balled out for my city. Balled out. You Don't know, state, right? Um, we missed states uh, by we missed states. We lost to the Boozer boys, the Boozer brothers. If y'all know who that is, tall boys. We lost to the Boozer brothers. It was one game for district. We won our district. I made a game winning layup. I'm, I'm you gonna roll that clip back. Uh, uh, made a game winning layer. I had the whole city jumping on me, man. It felt it felt good. It was a you know it was a blessing, good experience, and I'm glad that's the best decision I ever made was to come back to my hometown. Best decision I made. I like the the point you pointed out with the people assuming since you were star athlete, balling on the field on the basketball court, and they assumed that it just came probably natural. They didn't realize you waking up extra early. That's something I also going back to how we have parallels like. I, I did the same thing. People used to call me cocky, and it's like my summer going from eighth grade to high school. Like I would like I knew that it would take more to excel. At. I excelled in middle school. I was a star athlete, one of the best in the county, and almost everything. But I was like, this ain't gonna cut it in high school. So I got called cocky. But it's like they didn't see summer to eighth grade and ninth grade. I was everybody out chilling for the summer, hanging out. I did some of that. Don't get me wrong, but it was like I'm out there training in my backyard in my dad house. I got on um, weights and stuff. I'm lifting. And it's like, they only saw the end goal. Like, oh, he won the top, my freshman year, I was one of the top jumpers in the long jump in, in Broward County. And I'm, I'm fresh out of middle school. I'm 14 years old. So it's like, people don't see that. So how do you overcome? So this is a, the mental side of it. Like, how do you deal with that when the people assume that, oh, he don't earn it or maybe he doesn't deserve it? Because have you seen any of that in your that, that, That's easy. Because I, I really have a good mind. I really got a good mind. I'm, I'm different. I say things different than other people that's talking, but I really got a good mind. What I do is, <laughs> I, just, I just laugh in my head and keep going because you're not stopping me. You know, you, whatever you're saying, you is not stopping me. Whatever you're saying, I just, I don't care because it, it don't hurt me. Like, if I go around, everything somebody say in my, everything somebody say and I keep that in my head, I'm going to be messed up in the head. Just not caring. I'm just laugh and then move on. It's just funny to me. I just laugh. That, I just laugh. I just laugh. It's just funny to me. Because 
I, I preach this to my clients all the time. You can only control what you can control. Yes, there's going to be people outside of you, right? But you can't do nothing for that. And the fact that you get this at such a young age is, like I said, I'm not trying to boost you up, but you're steps ahead of the game because I'm telling you, my, I've been in this industry almost 12 years, 13 years almost. And I've seen athletes from Little League all the way to pros, from military to police to corporate CEOs who make companies that have billions of dollars. I've, I've worked with these people helping with their mindset. And it's like the things you're saying are things that they say or they do. So this ain't blowing smoke up you because I, I, you can check my day. The people watching know my resume. So it's like the fact that you got this mindset so early on, it can only go up from here. So getting in with that, talking about mindset, is there, because you mentioned about like coaches not believing or not letting you do things. And I, I've seen that in my career because some coaches, like they want you just for their team and they feel who cares about the other teams. But what's something that you can say that you do on your own, like just to be better, whether it's training on the side, uh, you said you have a, a job. Like, what are these things that you do to like keep you above the rest? What I do is, I have ADHD. I got, I can't sit down. I can't. I could go to sleep during the day, and anybody can. But if I go to go to sleep during the day, I feel like I'm losing my hours. If that makes sense. So what I do, I train. I train. All I do is train because I get I get my mind off thing. I train. I watch you, and I do YouTube off the side because like that's like a hobby for me. That's like mm -hmm. a hobby because I, I have a lot of personalities, and I just like I just like talking behind this camera. I just <laughs> like the camera. Like look at me. Uh, now nah, I'm just playing with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know <laughs> now, nah, but I just train and I do YouTube. Yeah, that's what I do behind. Yeah, and it gets my mind off things. That's pretty much it. So let's run with YouTube. So you got your guy Chris in the back doing some yeah. BTS. So shouts out there, Chris. See dog, three two seven. I'm a dog. That's day one right there. <laughs> so that's good to have too. I got a few of those. I still roll with even after high school. So that's good to have. So let's go into YouTube game. What one got you into? Because you say it's a hobby, but I've checked out some of your content. So it's like you put work into this. It's not like you're just doing some random shorts, like twenty second clips. You're doing full length videos that have to be edited, chopped up. And most people your age ain't really doing that. Just trying to get the quick views, like with the twenty second gimmicky. Uh, TikTok dances, like you're doing actual entertainment content. So one, how'd you get into that? And then where you look to take that? So how, to, okay. So, okay. Yes. This is how it happened. I went, I hauled in the, I was me catching two buses a train. It was, I want, I want to do YouTube. I really wanted to, but it, I just couldn't. It was hard. My, my body, it was too much. So came to Deerfield. I was like, oh, shit, I'm home now. Now I got, I got so much time now, you just didn't realize I had so much time. I was like, you know what? Oh yeah, now I got time. Boom, I'm buying my camera. I couldn't do it on my phone. My phone don't be having no storage. Bought a can, bought a Canon T6i, Rebel. Boom, bought that. Then I said, okay, me and my me and my homeboy Chris, we don't know how to work it. Like, we gonna learn, we gonna learn. Boom, got the camera. Then I just was like, start talking to the camera because I ain't really know what to say. You know, I, you know when you first get something, the camera, you don't even know, I don't even know what to say. I was like, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna try. I got a character for it. Boom, started just doing ideas. Then I started, you know what, come on, let's just, me and my homework, Chris, let's just do videos. I said, Chris, I'm gonna do videos, you edit it, cause he have a computer and he actually know how to edit. So God put people in your life for a reason. Cause you know, you never know, they might come useful, boom. You started editing my videos and I just started dropping them. I started dropping them in every video. I try to, you know, get better, see what I could do to progress. You feel me? We'll start with, and yeah, that's basically what, what started, how I started. Oh, and I had a dream. I had a dream. <laughs> when Martin I, Luther King. Yeah, like Martin Luther <laughs> King. When I came to Diff, I had a dream. I was like, my dream was like, 
you and all you should start YouTube, you should start YouTube. Like my dreams just kept seeing it. I had it when I was at Harlem. I kept having them dreams, but this one was like, Ronaldo, you should start YouTube. I really see yourself blowing. So I was like, you know what? I got to. I got to. And if I fail, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna keep trying again. I got to, I got to. I got the personality to it, and I know I'm gonna blow. This is a matter of time. You just gotta be patient. This is not your turn right now. God just telling me it's not my turn right now. Just be patient. I'm just gonna keep dropping, keep being consistent. Eventually, my the video is gonna blow. They they got to. They gonna blow. They did. And they, they and did. actually they they really did. They did. It really did. Wow. This is not just talking. You did what you and that's something I can relate to. Cause funny enough, I was cleaning out the other side. You see some stuff all over the place. I had a bunch of stuff all over the place. Even worse than that, but I was going through old boxes. And I found a box that I guess my mom had put in years ago. Had old trophies, ribbons. And I'm going through each ribbon, and it was almost no first place ones. I've won first place ribbon, but it was it was low key all my seventh place, fourth place, third place, second place. And going to your point, like all those losses or defeats, whatever you, failures you want to call them, it wasn't my time. Like, and that made me hungrier. So it's like I always tell people when I like coach them up, I'm like, you can take it as a, a threat or a challenge. I, a threat is like, oh man, I don't know if I should do this. A challenge, is like, you know what? I see it's hard. Let me keep going. And like I said, going back, you understanding this, it'll take you so far because if you don't do it, you you will never know, just like you said. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Remember that. And that's why easy, everybody would do it. So many people at the top. Now, granted, everybody want to be the top. Everyone talks about being it. Oh, I got this plan. I got this dream. But you put that dream into action. That's what goals are great. But goal means nothing unless you do the process to get closer to it. You're right about that. So what's the next step with the channel? Because um. Obviously, you're about to head up to school soon, but you got a whole summer ahead of you. Do you have any plans on any types of uh, content you're going to shoot or anything in the in the works for that? Right now, oh, I got me a um a MacBook. But what crazy is three days ago, four no four days ago, I was reminiscing how about I need a MacBook. All I want from graduation is a MacBook. Just give me a MacBook. I'm good. I need a MacBook because it's my camera, my computer broke, so I I can't drop no video. I said I need a MacBook. Three days later, boom, my sister bought me a MacBook. I mean, we talking about 2023, $2,000 MacBook. We not Ooh. even talking about the, the cheap. I'm talking, so basically what I'm trying to say, that's a blessing. Like, I, I pray, I got literally pray to God. I said, Lord, that's all I want. And the Lord gave it to me. Like, and he did it, he did this multiple times. It's not the first time, but I'm just, I'm just shocked. Like he actually gave me a MacBook. So what I'm gonna do now, I got like, I got like 15 videos cause I, throughout my basketball season and track, I was doing videos. I got like 15 videos to edit. I'm gonna edit those. Now they gonna start dropping. And when I go off to college, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna do videos. I'm gonna find a way. I know my body gonna be tired, but I'm gonna find a way. I ain't gonna make no excuses. I'm gonna find a way. I like that. And I guess it's good too, because they didn't have this when I was in school. The NIL, and you yeah, can actually do. make money off your name, image, likeness, right? And when I was in school, you literally was—I hate to say—a slave to the school. Like I wasn't at a big time. I was at Bethune Cookman University, even though I love my school. It's not a big time uh, uh, school or college, but talk about the big names like the UMs, the Alabamas. Those guys were getting really nothing. Like you talk about all these guys in NFL now. When they were playing my years, they weren't getting nothing. Now you can actually make money. There's a guy I think his name is Destroying, and he's one of the people. I think helped that blow up because he had to choose from staying in school or blowing up his channel, which was already was doing numbers. And he chose the channel. And now it's like, you can just do it now. You can get money off of your brand, which you are. So you, do you see yourself using that um, when you get up to St. Thomas? I definitely see myself using that. And 
I, I, I'm also a TikToker too. I have 15,000 on TikTok. I'm also a TikToker, so I'm a big influencer. No, hey, that's the beauty of social media. You can use it to do so many things. I'm, I'm going to get, one, one day I'm going to get paid. Like, I'm going to start getting paid. My YouTube going to start blowing. Instagram Reels going to start blowing. TikTok gonna start blowing, blowing even more. My TikTok be blowing. Y'all go that boy Nardo for TikTok and YouTube, and Ronaldo Two K for Instagram. We'll put it up there. <laughs> All right, that, that, that. So yeah, going back with the NIL deals and being able to build your brand. You said you're an influencer. You got the TikTok going, YouTube obviously, and obviously Instagram. And that's where I saw you. But like, how can you see that as a leverage? Because like you said, we're in 2023, and I'm going back to my days. I I keep referencing because I'm old enough that I like I said I didn't see that world. But it's like now that you have it, do you see like what are the ways you see yourself using those uh, social medias? Because obviously you can get the views, get the followers and you're, you got 15K on, I think you said TikTok and then I think 12 on Instagram. Yeah, 12K like on that. Instagram. And then about a thousand or so, 2,000. 2,000 on YouTube. On YouTube. So those are pretty good uh, networks, especially at your age. So it's like, how do you see yourself using those now? Because you got the platform. The motivational stuff, that's one thing that I, I, we talked about a few weeks ago when we met. And it's like, how do you see yourself using those to not just grow your like brand, but like influence? Like you say, the key word is influencer. So I ask people when they say that, what are you influencing? What is your message? What, what are you trying to deliver to your, whether it's athletes, whether it's other people your age, whether it's people my age, what do you want them to know and what should they take from your brand? Okay, for my brand, I really want them to know that it's more than life. Like, how can I explain it? It's more to it in life. Like you can go out, whatever you say you're gonna do, you can do it. You just gotta go out there. It's, it's a mind thing. So I'm just, I just be just wanting to motivate them to do better, basically. Go out there, chase your dreams, and don't let nothing stop you, and don't let nobody else stop you from chasing your dreams. That's really the message I wanna put out there. And then on my YouTube, you know, I'm just creative. I just want you to watch me, cause I got a good personality. I just want them to watch me. Yeah, I just want them to watch me. And on TikTok, I just be goofy. Just be doing goofy stuff, pretty boy stuff, all that. <laughs> so I see you uh, a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. And it shows in your athletics. So I'll, let's bounce back over to that because you said you're an athlete. So I'm gonna ask you a question. You can define it any way you want. And I'm gonna give you my definition. Let's see if you're on the same page. Or if not, it's cool. We can see how we want. But in your own words, however you see fit, how do you define an athlete? What is an athlete? It's, there's no right or wrong answer. What do you think? It could be as little as how they perform or the mindset or everything. What do you think an athlete is? What is an athlete to you? An athlete is a kid who's gonna go out there and play all three or four sports, whatever, it don't matter what sports it is. And they're gonna play and at anything they do, they go hard. I don't care if you not even good. I don't care if you playing all the sports and you not even good. If you playing all the sports and you go out there, you grind with the team, you work hard, eventually your talent going to show. But if the athlete is a kid who go out on the team and work hard, be quiet, listen to everything the coach say, and you just work hard. It don't matter the first year if you don't produce, the second year you don't produce, the third year you don't produce, you going to produce the fourth year, I'm telling you. If you go out on the sports and grind. Because that, that, that's a true athlete. Going out and grinding, it don't matter if you're good, but you just grinding, that's a true athlete. Because these other athletes, they call themselves athletes. They're not athletes. They 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 ball players, whatever they ah, want to call it. Like whatever they want to call it. They ball players. They ain't no athlete, bro. Because they're not going to stay in the game for too long. Because they already built a bad habit. Not coming to practice. Coming to practice late. Coming to practice, but not working hard. I've see, I seen it so much time, so I don't call that athlete. I call them ball players. 
Nah, so I think our definitions are the same because how I phrase it the same way. The fact that you said multiple sports, that's big because I'm the same way. Too many people try to specialize early and you get burnt out. And one, if you do multiple sports, you grow with different skill sets. So I guarantee you, I'm gonna get to my definition, but I'm gonna ask you this too. I guarantee you, and correct me if I'm wrong, did what you did in basketball help you on the track? Did you do it on track, help you in football, and, right? So how did that Definitely. work? How would you say those carried over? I was a basketball player at first. My ninth grade year, I started basketball. 10th grade year of basketball. Foot, me transferring to football, it was the best thing I ever did. It was good because it helped me get more physical, got my body bigger. Now, when I go on the court, they like, damn, you know what I So, foot, basketball, and basketball helped me with football because I'm an athlete. I got good hips. Basketball, you know, you got to sit in, you got, you need the hips. So, basically, it helped me off that. And in my Cross on my mic, my, me being a track star. I was been running track my seventh grade year. I was been a track star. I just, that was just a talent. It wasn't really, it was a talent. I, I just could run for a long time. So that, the stamina helps me with basketball and football. So I got, I got a lot of stamina. I could, I could, I could keep going. So yeah, three, playing sports, three sports, it really do help you. Not just for me, athletes. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. Well, I've been preaching this since I started my career back in like 2011. So you see, it's something I've always preached. Being, I've always told parents put their kids in more sports for that very reason. And going on with my definition of athlete, I agree also with do it no matter what. Like you said, if you're not the best on the team, that's fine. Like when I went to high school, I was a track and baseball guy. I didn't play a single down of football till I got to ninth grade at Deerfield Beach, which was nationally ranked at the time. So it's like, I knew I wasn't gonna be on the starting on varsity, but I knew it was like, I gotta go out there and practice if I was. I said, I'm gonna beat everyone out here. And people made fun of me. They was like, oh, you a clown. You ain't beating such and such. Cause they was like blue chip recruits or five star. And I'm like, why not? They breathe the same air I breathe. So that's, that's what I agree on. You just gotta go out there and do it. And regardless if you win, lose, draw, it shouldn't make a difference. I shouldn't know if you feeling bad for a loss. I shouldn't know if you really feeling happy for a win. Yes, you can show emotion, don't get me wrong. But like, say someone like, in, uh, football, you drop a pass. If you holding your helmet down, yeah. all that, I shouldn't know that. You can feel bad. It's okay. I always tell my clients, address it in your head, but don't put it outward because now team know, your opponent know, and now he's like, oh, I got this guy now. So that's what an athlete is, I think, too. So I, I agree 100% on like being able to play multiple sports, being able to keep your head up even when it don't work and just keep going. So I want to ask you a few questions because on the Mental Muscle Podcast, we're about educating our audience. And I know you're just out of high school, so you may not have like an educational background yet in mental performance. But what I've seen from you obviously demonstrates that. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. I want to hear what you take from them. So the first one I say, I'll say is if you were to have a big loss, let's say, for example, not making it to state, what would be the advice you would give someone? Like what are the words, not necessarily encouragement, but what do they need to know to get through that? But I'll tell them, keep going. Don't let one win define who you is as a person. Just keep going. Just because you lost this year, you're going to get it back next year. Just work harder and learn from your mistakes. That's pretty much what I tell them. Because just because you lost that, just because you lost that year, don't mean you're going to lose the next year. You might, you might if you have the same mindset, but if you have a different mindset, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna get it next year, I'm gonna get it next year. It's okay, I just came up short. I'm gonna learn from my mistakes. I'm gonna even go harder. And when I see that kid again, I'm gonna beat him. I ain't gonna beat him, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna destroy him. So yeah, it's basically a mindset thing. So before I ask the next question, see, that's why these are good how you respond, cause I can just run with it. So there's something they call toxic winning. 
So I was on a podcast about a month ago that I did, and I brought this up, and Michael Jordan had it, Kobe Bryant had it, all the top players. And the reason I bring it up because you said, oh my God, I'm gonna kill him, I'm strong, man. Like people at home, they know we mean in the sport. Yeah, in the but, sport. But, but basically why we call it toxic winning, because a lot of times people get upset and they say, be humble, be this, be that. And it's like, you can be humble, but on that field, on that track, on that court, Good I am not God. humble because how do I become the best? I can't become the best by not thinking you ain't gonna beat me. Like you can't beat me. And I actually take that same athletic mindset and you probably get there soon in my business. I'm not an athlete no more. Yeah, I still train, I still work out, but my business is my sport now. And I look at anyone who does mental training, anyone does anything relevant to me, I'm like, I'm going to beat you. So that's a great now point look, you made. You know how you just said, you even, in your business, you even, you even do that? That was because, like, when you was when you played sports, you was always a competitor, right? Mm -hmm. That can lead to the business world too. So that's also a good reason why to play sports, because it's gonna lead on and off the field. You competitor on and off the field. That's a good thing. That's why I wanted to point out. No, that's a great. You killing it, man. That that was a great point because everyone who like made it big in their respective sport, not everyone, but most of them. If you look at their post playing career, like I can use a few names like Shaq or. Someone that film, he has hundreds of businesses. And it's not the fact that he's just this amazing businessman. He just, he knows that here's an opportunity. I'm going to go for it. Just like in a game, he's going to have to go for it. You got to take that ball out the air and elbows around. Like no one's going to dunk on me. I'm Shaq. And I'm using the extreme because he is one of the best, but it's like, why not? That goes back to what I said when I was in high school. I used to tell, so you know Michael Vick, right? Yeah. Everyone knows Michael Vick. Some first different reasons, but either way, you can't deny he was one of the best players ever. He was. He so was. when I was in high school, this is around 04, 05, my sophomore year at Deerfield High. And I remember I was talking to some of my teammates. We were in um, class and we were just chilling. It was like one of those classes where um, the magnet program, so we didn't have a lot to do that day. And I was like, I'm going to be better. I, I say, I said, Mike, Vic, Randy Moss. I said those names. Obviously, all those people are top tier Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't the mindset to say, I think I'm better than a pro athlete. It was more so, why can't I be? You know. Mm -hmm. So it's like that mindset going back to now I'm a business. When I see big corporations, people, this podcast that you're on, I just started it about two months ago, and I'm grateful to have you as a guest, but I have all types of guests who are top-level people, and they're like, how do you get them? I was like, because I just try. I don't see me any different. I could be like, oh, I'm a new channel. No, I'm like, no, nah, why not? I'm going to email them. Some don't answer. I ain't going to lie. I've, I've emailed some big name people like and got that, no man. answer, and that's cool. But like that. Some's like, sure, I'll come on. I'm like, I'm surprised, but not, because it's like going back to sport. If you put in that work, you're supposed to be there. You didn't get to the top in the state and trap because luck is like you just put in the work and then you found yourself in a situation where you beating people in the mile and you're like, hey, I'm good at this. It was an opportunity. I took it. And oh, I forgot to tell you, I got a scholarship for track also to St. Thomas University. I also got a track scholarship. So all that hard work, it was not for nothing. It was for something. I got something out of it. I got the opportunity. I seen it and I took off with it. I'm glad that happened because I know when we met, you were still trying to find something. I even put out some emails to some people try to see what was out there. But the fact that you got picked up, that's great. And you deserve it. You deserve it. So I'm asking you my, my next question. So if you were in front of insert your favorite athlete right now, I don't know who that may be, what sport I may think about that. So if you're in front of that insert favorite athlete, what two things would you ask them? It could be anything. If you first, so give me who that person may be. And then what two things would you ask them? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey? Okay. And what would you ask them? So what I would ask them, I ain't gonna lie. I talk a lot, so I'll ask them everything. But two, but give me, gotta give two, me two. Two clear things like, hey man, we in this room, like how we're sitting, you're in the room just like that. 
talking to him in private. You can ask him to anything. It could be about his life, it could be about his game, how he trained, secrets, tips, but two things, just two. Let me see. Narrow it down. What, how, okay, let me see. What made you start playing football, for one? And then I would ask him for tips for DBs. I would ask him for tips. What's the little tips? And then when you don't have a good game, how do you go on by the next day? I think DBs have a good mindset. I was a DB as well. And it's like, you have the challenge of having to cover someone. And you don't even know what they're doing. You don't know where it's exactly. And that's why, no offense to offensive players. I didn't really play offense at all. I, I maybe did one or two games trying and I didn't do well. But at defense, I did well. And it's like, they got the, the luxury of knowing, oh, this play is set up this way. Can they stop us? But for us on defense, it's like, I have no idea where it's going. So I got to only react to what they're doing. I have to adjust and make it stop. That's a lot going on. And if you're DB, you backpedaling. So you got to run backwards. So understanding that is pretty good. All right. That's a good answer. So Jalen Ramsey, if you get to check this out, all right, my man. Maybe we'll clip this segment right here and uh, tag him on it. We'll see. We're going to clip it. Hey, Jalen, y'all tag Jalen Ramsey in the comments, man. Yeah. There it is. That's, that's what this is about, man. That's why I like doing this podcast. I said, I don't try to do it as like a life story. Obviously, you told us some of your life, but I like people, whether they're 19, 16, high school, all the way to 50, 60, 70 years old. My demographic on my channel, it goes all across. It goes for people who are in sport. It goes for people who are in academics. And I don't care where you're from, but if you have the mindset, that's why I call it mental muscle. That's why I came with that name back in 2011. And I've stuck with it since. And that's why I call myself Mr. Mental Muscle. My company's called Mind Body One. That's how we do business. But the mental muscle brand is how are you able to Take in what life gives you, adapt, adjust, and keep going. All right. So before we wrap it up, so the last thing we talked about a lot of cool stuff. I like your story, your journey. And the beauty of this is, I'm being real with you, you just getting started, man. Like you got a lot of life to live. So it can only go up from here. And with your mindset, it, I don't think you can be stopped unless you personally say, I'm, I'm done. But I don't think that's going to be anything soon. And that ain't never going to happen. I'm, right, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to, I'm trying to chase millions. I'm trying to, I'm not doing it for the money, but you know, nah, I'm, from, I'm, from the, I'm from the hood. I'm from Doing City 327. That's my city. <laughs> if you're not from Deerfield, you might have to look it up. You might have heard it on a rap song or something. Uh, Shout out to Ace Hood. Shout out to Doing City 327. That's my hood. That's where I grew up at. I'm forever stand on that. Yeah. And we two, we two kids from Deerfield. Like, it's, this is no coincidence. That's why I'm excited for this episode. And like I said, I'm not saying I see you and me, but I see a lot of characteristics that I saw in myself 20 years ago. And here I am. I'm working with pro athletes. Like I said, police departments, military corporations are paying my business. And this has been a hard journey. Like I, that's why I keep it real on this channel a lot. It wasn't always ups and down or ups. It was a lot of downs too. But, th but that being said, this is how I was thinking back then. Just letting you know. And I guarantee you, if you stay on this, man, you're going far. So before we wrap it up, I always ask every guest when they come on my channel, you got to leave them with two things, like a take-home message. And since you're a motivational speaker now, you got some. So give them two, th two take-home me messages. Like, this what I, if I do this, it's going to make my life better. It's going to help me. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I mean, remember that. <laughs> that means when life gets tough, Use whatever that toughness is to y'all and make better out of it. Make better out of it because you only have one life. You only got one life to live. You only is worth. You only on this worth. You only got one life to live. Basically, go go be somebody. Go be great. Go do something good with your life. Go make your mama, daddy, grandma proud. Cause a lot of kids in this generation we dying off dumb stuff. 
Just go be successful. I just want everybody to be successful. Yeah, we gone. All right. So this has been the Mental Muscle Podcast. Shout us out to your YouTube channels. Plug them one more time and I'll put them on the screen. My YouTube is my Instagram is Renaldo2K. My YouTube is that boy Nardo, and my TikTok is that boy Nardo. And I really appreciate it for having me here. Thank it's you really so much for coming through. Appreciate that. That's really a blessing. You took a chance on me. I ain't never been in a podcast before. It's a blessing. I'm honored to be the first one, and I don't think this will be your last. And if I can say anything, I'll get you hooked up with as much as I can. So, guys, thanks for tuning in as always. And as I always say, get your mind right. Get your mind right. <laughs>